Dun 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 dun. Tonight on the news, Samuel, the sole surviving rodent of the great rodent fire, has perished. I've been all over the world. I had a sex dream. I've been all over the world. I had a sex dream. I've been all over the world. I had a sex dream. Are you saying milk over my promo? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, douchebags. You're the worst people. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us anyway. No, no worries. I had so many opinions I needed to get out. Yeah, <laughs> I was just no, going to no, swell no. up and pop if I wasn't able to. Yeah, no, you were probably feeling similar to us. Like, fuck, like, there's this politics happening and we haven't got an emergency podcast out. God, there's just so much news! <laughs> news, news coming out of my ass. Opposing the, the government. You have fields. And opposing the conservatives. Cows that move backwards and forwards. I'm afraid it's the hard left. And you have the milk. Who want to tighten their control. That is taken from cows in the south. They want to uh, sideline uh, moderate voices. And taken from cows in the north. I don't think anybody should be surprised about that is the nature of the hard left. Put together in the same factory. And of course we know that the hard left famously cannot tolerate any dissent. Who are the hard left, Well we know who the hard left are. And then it is mixed together with... Whiskey. Or in the, you know, ascendancy I, within, the, within the Labour Party who associate with the harlot. And it comes out as milk. You just said to that we were all right to right wing. Cows in the fields, milk in the shops. The hard left agenda. The state controls the price of milk. Printing money. That is what socialism does. Nationalisation without compensation. Hard left wing position. Hard left. Dis- the hard left. 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 Hard left. Hard left. The hard left. The hard left. 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 Hard I don't know, maybe you should do a podcast about it. <laughs> yeah. How has so? nobody Can thought we... of this before? I was Call it I Melt, just... teacher. I was thinking I would mostly just do, like, emergency episodes of Real Politic. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, I think fully half the episodes of Real Politic I've been on have been emergency episodes. Yeah. Hey, we can, we can get literally nobody else. Who loves podcasts? Who's always going to want to do a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Who's just jonesing podcasting right now? Just, a, a, just like it's an arm-scraping fucking podcast addict. It's our man Riles. Oh, wow. <laughs> I just, I know. The problem is, just with the sheer amount of pure, uncut news that's been happening in the last, I don't know, 12 hours... That was just the sound of me huffing the news. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is that a lot of the news actually contains fentanyl and will just kill you. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I drank some news the other day, and it was just full of fluoride, and it just turned me completely gay in seconds flat. Fluoride is a news! <laughs> just a, just a, a big bottle of news. There are some people who would say that the news is a mind control drug. It's just that those people are also all complete morons. Raw, unpasteurized news. I mean, I, I, I think the news is a bit of a mind control drug. You know, it's, uh, it, 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 it indoctrinates you into the false consciousness of, of our ruling elite as a... Damn, dude. We live in society. Speak speak for yourself. I wear a tinfoil hat every day. Oh, Riley, was that just the sound of your co-host driving down in the background? (laughs) That was Milo. (laughs) (laughs) That that was half the guests of the Trash Vision podcast. (laughs) I thought we were coming on to talk about the news. Yeah, we are. Fucking Riley Rose. (laughs) All right, all right. Yeah, let's stop. Let's stop (laughs) roasting Riley. So. Ladies and gentlemen, non-binary friends, you're listening to the Real Politic podcast, our latest mini-sode after our last one where um, Tom and Laura talked about football. 
Yeah, thanks for making me do that. Yeah, wasn't on it. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. <laughs> um, today we have an emergency real politic that we're going to try and release as soon as we can so it's only a little bit outdated because we don't want to fall prey to the same thing that Romaniacs did earlier where Ian Dunt tweeted that he just started walking home from the studio after recording their emergency episode and then, like, Boris resigned or something. Oh yeah, we totally fell into this trap as well, where we were talking about how funny it was that Checkers was a sort of weird, like, Hunger Games, Isle of Dr. Moreau situation, mm. and now it's, like, just gotten, there's so many more layers of just horror that, like, by the time this is out, you know, Kelsey Grammer will have been appointed to one of the four great offices <laughs> in state, just because he's a reactionary psychopath who spent all of his money on tigers. I saw an actual genuine bit of fake news in the wild earlier. Like, just some oh sh- some stupid, like, blog post that was completely untrue. Just, like, some fallacious nonsense that, like, like over 50 Corbyn supporters or something tweeted out. Uh, which I thought, no, I don't. Someone retweeted it onto my feed. But it was just like, Liam Fox resigns! And I looked like, oh, what reputable organ of the British est- establishment is this coming from? And I was like, oh, no, it's, ju- it's just, like, blur, blah, blur, thepoliticsblog.blogspot.com. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> that's just a Russian organization, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's actually just Tom Foster, sadly not on this episode now. He's just at work writing, like, those. <laughs> oh, crumbs. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, today on Real Politic, we're joined by the host. I mean, what? yeah, the sort of head honcho, I'll say. Yeah, of, I'm, the, of, I'm the big boy. Of the other podcast. <laughs> I'm one of the two. <laughs> well, yes, that indeed, that's what we call... Nah, just joking. We don't think it's shit. <laughs> ah! <laughs> like you're making so many weird noises. I feel like I've been had. Yeah, um... I, I think this is mean. We've just, we've just been saying mean things to Riley since, <laughs> since he kindly agreed to stand in for, for our absent co-hosts. All right, sorry, Riley. Good to have you no, on the show, just, man. I, you, know, you know what? Honestly, I don't care. It's just so nice not to have to be the lead host of a politics commentary podcast. <laughs> well, I, I agree. I agree. I, yeah, that, I, I agree as well. It's a very stressful position to be in, and I very much relate uh, to your yeah. plight. Well, I'm just not allowed to be the lead host. As you say, we <laughs> we should, we lead hosts of politics. <laughs> we leave host of politics podcast need to unionize. I'm going to set up a women in podcasting union. <laughs> Just like Riley. Like coming for your jobs. <laughs> Riley's co-hosts have shut him out for being too uh, melty for their tastes. Yeah, absolutely. No, My- Milo. Milo thinks I'm way too much of a liberal to be acceptable on our show. <laughs> yeah. He's like, damn it, Riley, with your moderation. <laughs> Miley, uh, so, ugh, fuck. Miley, Miley. <laughs> your co-host Miley is just like, hey man, I'm just gonna make an album with the flaming lips and put it out in a marijuana gummy skull. That's the intro show banter done. Like, so uh. basically, the politics has been happening. Yeah, what's been happening then? I don't know. You maybe, tell me. Maybe the government is collapsing. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Either way, Brexit's <laughs> fucked it. Brexit, Brexit means mass resignations. <laughs> yeah, Bre- Brexit means a record number of people being known as the right honourable with no small sense of irony. <laughs> so, yeah, how many people have resigned so far from Theresa May's cabinet? First, well, if- that's just the thing, though. Tons of people have been issuing resignation letters who I've never heard of except from their resignation letters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, you're reading it through it, and you're just like... It's like when all those fuck cunts resigned from the Labour Party in 2016. You're like, and who are you? <laughs> 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 You're like, sorry, sorry. who is Sir Winston Cauliflower Fauntleroy? I've yeah. never heard of him. Um, but apparently he's a senior mover and shaker who is seen as the future of the Conservative Party. Yeah. You know, just like Ben Bradley, James Cleverly, all the future of the Conservative Party. And, <laughs> my, and now my... they're not PPSs anymore. Wow, tragic. <laughs> My name is Colin Rugg, and I was and I was serving as undersecretary to the DWP. I know my resignation may come as a shock to many of you. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I am, yes, I am shocked you exist, my friend. Like, no, it's like they're trying to shoehorn characters into like a 1990s cartoon, and then they're like sort of canceling the show, and it's like, oh, we have so many fond memories of Colin Rugg. <laughs> no, at the risk of referencing that. 
the genius show. It is kind of a bit like that storyline where all the everyone just makes all the fake memories. It's like, oh man, me and Colin Rugg had so many good times, you know, cutting benefits to the poor. <laughs> However, will like, I go on wait, without him? Wait, what's the genius show? Oh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, sorry, you might not have a high enough IQ to understand Rick and Morty. Oh, Kanye's ah! fave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, obviously, my my man Yeezy's fave show. No, no, I, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's I'm look. That's gonna go over most well your heads, most of your listeners' heads. You know. <laughs> That's I, right. I, it's 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 a high IQ show, guys. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I'm I mean I'm struggling to uh, uh, come up with jokes right now. In fact, my, my, my <laughs> only, only the French president actually truly gets it. <laughs> oh, we we we. You see what I mean? Like all I could think of was the French word for yes. There, I'm just not firing uh-huh. on all cylinders. Sluggish, lazy, stupid, and unconcerned. That's all marijuana does to you. Good job it's going to be a mini-sode, I suppose. <laughs> it's not uh, going to be a fucking mini-sode. We're already 20 minutes in, and we both, all we've talked about is one MP I made up. Uh, look, look, look. <laughs> 10 minutes. 10 minutes, actually. According to my recording, 10 minutes. That's the usable material we've got, and that is the usable <laughs> material we will use. Right, so the resignation started last night with, at 1am, a Hillary <laughs> Ben style well no because it wasn't a sacking so it, it wasn't as if if we were all you know loyal Theresa may supporters that we could sit around thinking ah she's fucking got the cunt at long last like we yeah. did in 2016 with hillary ben because he just like snaked her in the middle of the night and it was fucking funny <laughs> like it's... I mean, absolutely fair enough if you are going to resign i think midnight on a sunday evening is, is the best time to do it yeah oh no he was clearly drunk <laughs> but, but he was like David, like David Davis was clearly just like like halfway through a, a bottle of some brown liquor, just like getting mad, pacing around his around his house, just like talking about how like you no know, one's trustworthy and all your best friends will stab you in the back. And how, yeah, like, they, you know... they got they all got back from checkers in Buckinghamshire or wherever the fuck it is, yeah, and uh, went, went on a weekend bender. Yeah. And when he finally sobered up, it was like 11 p.m. on Sunday, and he was like, "Oh shit, I really can't face going into work tomorrow because I'm so hungover. So I better just resign and fuck Brexit." Yeah, it was like, it was like it's it's like a leaving. Las Vegas situation, except instead of like you know banging Elizabeth Shue and then killing himself, he just like probably just he sent in an, a petulant resignation letter at midnight. I, I reckon he's he's just been kind of like stomping around his house, like throwing things around his living room and like swigging out of a, a bottle of something called like British Pride or liquid <laughs> racism, and and just kind just kind of repeatedly muttering to himself over and over again, like I was in the SAS, you know. He's got the he's got the ride killer. He's got the ride of the Valkyries just blasting out of his speakers as he sort of goes he destroys his house in a rage it's wonderful <laughs> yeah so you know what's next for David Davis now that he's resigned he's he's resigned before it's not unheard of um <laughs> he hasn't resigned the whip this time yeah. I don't know why he might as well have which is Zach progress Goldsmith. for him I guess yeah Zach Goldsmith did it two years ago and got it back in <laughs> like a fucking month so <laughs> he might as well have done <laughs> I swear, like, in the Labour Party, like, if you leave the Labour Party, it's kind of like, well, you know, fuck, fuck off then, like, don't come back. In, in the Tory Party, it's just like, yeah, mate, come back, come on in, come on in. No, David Davis needs to start a new radical centrist party, rebrand. It would be interesting to see a kind of very, very, very pro-Brexit centrist party, kind <laughs> of like the party that is currently going by the name the SDP, but, like, <laughs> but, like, not as much of a joke like uh-huh. with like a few rich pro-brexit donors and former tory mps rather than just like i don't know some cunt on twitter running the account like... look here's <laughs> the thing what's what's the party that you know that really needs the most friends right now what's the party you know that is willing to take anyone who will be a seat for them because they have like you know four people um and what's the party you know that is just the best able to compromise with the fash. Oh, That's right, it's the Lib Dems. Oh, yeah. the, Lib Dems. <laughs> the Lib Dems, of course, who've recently held the election for their deputy leader, and I think it went narrowly to Count Dankula's pug over Paul Joseph Watson. <laughs> Actually, no, sorry, sorry, it was Paul Joseph Watson's map. 
but it uh, <laughs> oh, right, it okay. just didn't run an inspiring campaign. <laughs> Too many countries on it that weren't it's part a, of Europe. Its messaging was incipiated. <laughs> Thank you. That's the best pun I'm ever going to come up with. In, in, oh my god! Incredible. Right. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's resignations. They're happening. There's the, the people are resigning, right? This is just my my thing now in real politics to get it back. When we lose track of a conversation, I'm just like the, the, the thing. The thing is happening and the mm-hmm. stuff. So the resignations mm-hmm. are happening. Mm-hmm. People are resigning. Mm-hmm. What about that then? Well, see, the thing is, when ministers resign, they sort of have to be replaced. And yeah. sadly, it does seem like they're being replaced with more Tory cunts, which isn't great. <laughs> no, but, but I guess also isn't a surprise. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but then I suppose the other side of the coin is that she could start replacing them with, like, Mike Gapes and Stephen Kinnock. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that would be fine. More Tory cons, that's what I said. <laughs> more, well, there you go. More Mike Gapes media appearances for Tom to clip. Uh, <laughs> did any of you see that? The clip of the milk monitor in Parliament earlier talking about how Clement Attlee in the 1940s oh, went into government with the Conservatives, Conservatives. to protect our national interest. Mike Gapes. Mr Speaker, the Prime Minister has been struggling quite cleverly within the constraints of her self-imposed chains and red lines. Wouldn't it be a bit easier for her if she acted, as was the case in the 1941 crisis, the way that Clement Attlee acted, and we worked in the national interest together to deal with this crisis, because carrying on as we are will not succeed, and she knows it. It's just like Mike. Attlee was a melt. Next. Next. Milk. Oh, God. (laughs) Milk. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Gapes was also speaking at a Labour Say rally today, which, I mean, rally is um, it's not just Riley's at. Like, it's kind of, it, it's a deceptive <laughs> word in this context because you think rally, like a big field of people cheering, oh, Jeremy Corbyn. Actually, it Well, was you're just... wrong and you haven't spent enough time on Twitter because if you did, you would understand that a rally is in fact going for brunch. The only <laughs> real political radicalism is brunch. And that's exactly what they did. They had a nice, like, melt brunch party. They all went to Bill's in London. Oh, they went to fucking Was Bill's? And somebody <laughs> ordered pancakes and got told, guys, it's here's like 7pm, re- we don't serve pancakes. Here's the, here's the great thing. I realised subsequently that you were joking, but them just <laughs> going to Bill's and billing it as a political event is something that I very much believed for a moment, because that's who these yeah. people are. Well, I was going to Because that's exactly yeah. what they do. They'd go to a chain restaurant that's sort of just like a little bit posh and health conscious. Yeah. These are the slightly posh version of Pratt version of people. Well, if they <laughs> were staying true to the original mid-2000s, late-90s spirit of Blairism, they would have done the meeting in Pizza Express. If they were staying true yeah. to modern-day authentocracy, they would have gone down a greasy spoon and done it. However, they just did it in, like, some pokey little parliamentary meeting room, as you'd expect. So you saw the pictures, and as usual, it looked like there were about five people there, including all the, like, uh, National Organization of Labour Students people who you'd you'd expect to see, (laughs) not naming any names. Not legally allowed to name any names. (laughs) No, I'm, I just hope that these people are all about 18 and they've dedicated the first, like, 20 years of their life to being fucking losers, but they could still change at some point, and I don't... Are, are these... Are these are Incorrect, these man. Who... Like, some of them are, like, 30. It's... it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, not are... like, Robbie Young's, like, 30. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, like, him and Ben Butters, like, they're never going to become good. Like, I've... So, yeah, no. I was going to say, are, are, you guys, are you guys suggesting that these are the kinds of people who, as they're born, try embarrassedly to find their wallet so they can pay their doctor <laughs> born in a bow tie mate 
<laughs> right, so let's move back on to, like, the Tory-on-Tory violence, because... I mean, guys, there's really only one resignation and new appointment that I want to discuss today, so let's try and get to let's, it. Let's quickly let me shoehorn in all of that material that I wrote when he was relevant last year, and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Is this the hunt? No, no, no. no. It this is, is not. the Trash Future Pod favorite. Yeah. Boris. No. No, come on. You know Chris who the Green? Trash Future favorite is. No. You're what? just fucking with me at this point. Yeah, I, it's true. I hadn't heard of Chris <laughs> Green. I'd, I'd heard of the, the left-wing academic Chris Green, but no. Not the Tory minister. All right, who is yeah. it, Riley? Who has got you? Well, know, it is our, our favorite app impresario, former DCMS minister, parkour master, <laughs> Matt Hancock, has taken <laughs> a position of Secretary of Health and Social Care. Oh, God. Which is Matt, incredible. Matt, ha- Matt Hancock's coming to put the NHS on the blockchain. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, honestly, I'm actually very excited for him to make a version of LinkedIn for massive multiple <laughs> organ failure. Um, I'm really excited for his new organ delivery service, which is just him, like, you know, half-heartedly parkouring over traffic jams <laughs> holding uh, kidneys in a, in a fucking satchel remove yeah. the kind of you talk to somebody on the phone aspect of the nhs completely so you just, it's just an app and you're like yes okay. the matt hancock mp app. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. You've just gotta, Mac- he doesn't even change the app like he doesn't change the <laughs> wording of it or anything you've just got to like dm matt hancock on the matt hancock app like can i get an appointment and you just get the automated message like nah sorry we're overbooked again <laughs> yo man can i get some uh sweet, sweet painkillers and then like 10 minutes later you just get a large shipment of diamorphine. I love that. No, it's 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 incredible. It's like you go on and it's like you know, one like equals one shot of morphine, one remat <laughs> equals one surgery. <laughs> uh, it's just it's. I mean, I'm so excited to see what he does with this brief uh, and how he handles. So, I mean, he's already got social care handled because all in-house visits for pensioners can just be taken care of via the Matt Hancock MP app. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't wait until we're paying for fucking doctor's appointments with cryptocurrencies. Yeah, yeah, Matcoin. Matcoin, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> or Handcoin, Handcoin. They'll start fucking hand-coin. charging for the app any minute now. Like, I mean, it's like, this is why we need to stay in the EU, guys. Because, because, because... Well, if you if if you follow the Neil Young Archives website closely, you <laughs> you'll notice that Neil has been trailing that he's going to start charging people for the website, which contains all oh, wow. the music he's ever released on it for free currently. But the EU like implemented some new law that means that he hasn't been able to do it yet. So, <laughs> so we we need our saviors, our guardian angels in the European Union to protect us from. Matt Hancock bringing punitive charges in on his new app that is the future of the NHS. I I really don't know what I would do if I couldn't hunt for sugar daddies on the Matt Hancock MP app. (laughs) Right? Like, to be, like, honestly, like, I've actually got, like, a quite popular account on the Matt Hancock MP app, and, like, I'm actually part of a group that has this other secondary app called Fave Matt, or Matt Star. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we just like tell great great jokes and they get rematted all the time. <laughs> when I first moved to the UK, I didn't actually have like a lot of friends because I came here like, when I was older as an immigrant and stuff. And the community that I met on on Matt Hancock MP was has just been really instrumental to me building a life here. And I can't wait not just to find out what my friends online are interested in, but like what their blood type is and if they can like trade <laughs> kidneys at some point. <laughs> I had a thing I was gonna say, but I got distracted by Mike Gapes' quote tweeted <laughs> Tom's milk. Gapes video and said, um, I always enjoy watching this. <laughs> Yo, Mike Gapes is totally doing some kind of meta onanism right now. Oh Gapes is well up for the crack. Um, I, I've remembered what I was going to say now. I was I was going to say, do you reckon Damien Green ever uses the Matt Hancock app? Like, hey, I'm going to crush some poon, guys. <laughs> Which is totally how I imagine Damien Green speaks. Honestly, but that's just the problem with being a hot girl on Matt Hancock, right? Like, (laughs) you get tons of reply guys. (laughs) It's just, yeah, Damien Green, like, hello. And then, like, (laughs) two minutes later when you don't reply. Like, Damien Green, (laughs) hi. I showed you my dick, answer me. (laughs) Damien Green, hey, can I send you a private message? Oh my god, I've seen some (laughs) screenshots that women have posted on Twitter of, like, the DM guys, which, like, remind me so much of me when I can't get weed and my dealer's just not getting back to me. Just like, hey, hey, man, hey, hey, you about, yo, what's up? 
how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? You're just really friendly. Maybe he's just like, oh, he really cares. This guy—it's <laughs> not just a business relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the kind of healthcare you're going to get on the Matt Hancock app because it's not just going to be this impersonal NHS thing where it's like, oh yeah, you come in, you see your GP, whatever. Like, no, you can see the photos they've posted on their phone because uh, the Matt Hancock MP app, lest we forget, accesses your entire photo history. Yeah. So they'll be able to diagnose <laughs> yeah. you so efficiently. I'm yeah. so overjoyed because today was hard because I had to see a lot of really, really like good friends and important people to me lose their jobs because of this like the scourge of fake friends in the British government. And, like, just being able to see, like, my boy get raised up for his hustle and dedication and his intimate knowledge of the blockchain and his badass yeah. parkour ability, like, king, absolute king. He will not let you down. I think I'm just, just, just like, you know, I'm just kind of, like, honoured and in awe of the fact that the new health secretary has actually seen my nudes. <laughs> I knew there was, like, some reason why I didn't sign up to Matt Hancock app. I thought it was just a general kind of, like, oh, your shit's gonna go to MI5. Not, like, literally, like, it will all go directly to Matt Hancock himself, and he's just got all these, like, selfies on his phone, and he's just like... It's the greatest thing, like, Matt Hancock's parliamentary office is just, like, a giant minority report of, like, every penis and vagina in Britain. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, he he now just, like, it's like Cypher, he's like, I don't even see the genitals, <laughs> that, that is the kind of approach we need from our health secretary. You know, we, caring about people's biological needs. Like, like Matt, Matt Hancock actually has such a powerful brain that he has memorized the <laughs> contours of every ball in Britain. <laughs> and not just every ball in Britain, because remember, European privacy regulations apply around the world to companies that do business in Britain and the UK and EU rather and exactly. data that passes through the EU. Exactly. He has a global picture of general as, health. He could draw you Neil the average Young ball learned. from memory. It's a common market that is so much competition, but to me, competition is none. So my comp, I'm a son, I get amped like Watts in a riot. My compact just is a commodity, so I get instead of competing with Pete, comp compromise, comp made a promise. Not to commercialize, but compound the soul without the elements. Compelling sense in the communism. Have we forgotten anyone? Um, uh, well, I mean, yeah, there are the people who come in. There have been the claims that all four great offices of state are now held by Remainers. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm surprised they didn't say all five great offices of state, because wherever Matt Hancock goes is a great office of state. <laughs> the best office oh, yeah. of state, to be honest, um, <laughs> which is true. But that Hunt is in as well. Yeah, Hunt is in, yes. Yeah, so he's our new foreign secretary representing us on the world stage. And as Laura said earlier, and Tom Disso tweeted on our account, the problem with replacing a Tory prick is it's just going to you know, put another Tory prick in their place. And so people have yeah. been saying... Boris Johnson has got to resign. He's got to be sacked for so long. And it's like, yeah, but he's just going to be replaced by some other fucking embarrassment from David Cameron's government. And in fact, like, from Theresa May's government as well. Um, Yeah. Somebody who Theresa May wanted to sack six months ago. And they had a meeting and he was just like nah fuck you i'm like i'm not, I'm not going leaving anywhere <laughs> yeah it's not like when corbyn did his reshuffle and it was you know uh it was not good for corbyn to have his enemies pissing inside the tent if you know what i mean much mm. better to have them out with may does it exactly help her to have somebody like jeremy hunt in one of the great offices of state mate i'm not really sure there really is anyone who's not pissing around in the tent at all anymore. Just I think everyone's piss. just sort of pissed. It's just more of a it, piss It's tent. like going camping with Laura. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, Laura. <laughs> I think it's your own fault for making piss part of your brand. Yeah, I, don't, I still don't know how that happened. Anyway. <laughs> just got a little DM from Matt Hancock saying he's a little worried. Pissing your brain. I mean, so the problem is, like, she's basically replaced people who were sort of interesting in their horribleness with people who are sort of uninteresting in their horrible banality. Yeah, I've noticed that fucking Gavin Williamson isn't going anywhere. He's stayed firmly in position. In the last... Until they find out he's been jacking off to medieval siege weaponry in his ministerial office. Because <laughs> in the last six months, 
hasn't May had like six, seven ministers resign or something? Like, you know, Amber Rudd, Justine Greening, Michael Fallon. It's Look, here's a, the it's thing. There's a, a ringer. Show. There's a ringer that's been available for a while. Exactly the kind of guy who can come in and in a record short amount of time just completely clean up an office. <laughs> I'm talking about Anthony Scaramucci. He's been there <laughs> waiting to go in. He may be a thug. He may be an enforcer. But he would fucking straighten all this shit out. Yeah, yeah, and only in a couple of days as well. Yeah. It doesn't need more than a couple of days to get the job done. <laughs> He'd come in six days, everything would be fucking straightened out. Everyone would be handing in apology letters to Theresa May. David Davis would be made to wear a little sailor suit at all times. It'd yeah. be incredible. I think it's jokes that she's still got fucking cartoon head from Ideal. Gavin Barwell as her he- <laughs> her chief of staff after he lost the his boss seat. baby! Yeah, yeah. The guy who wrote that book, like How to Win a Marginal Seat, and then lost yeah, his marginal lost seat, and was instantly rewarded with a, a plum job at number 10. And uh, also Boss Baby too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got a sequel. Like, he fucking lucked out, man. Riley, are you a mooch guy then? Do you favour the mooch? Because I'm more into the minuch myself. Minuch. The minuch. Look, yeah, the, you know, the minuch with his Owen Smith face and his uh, long, long history working with Goldman Sachs. I think he's the big hope of American politics. Look, look, here's the thing. This is a classic debate. Look, the thing is, if Mnuchin has access to all of his resources, then yeah, fine. Nine times out of ten, he can, you know, <laughs> kill Scaramucci with a shot from an A-10 warthog that also happens to be chased with gold and, you know, be staffed with robots with giant tits. Fine. But Scaramucci, if it's a close-up situation, like, that guy's a fucking brawler from Staten Island, I assume. Uh, he probably has brass knuckles on him at all times that say something like pussy love or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he's doing a great job. And that's, I, I uh, think... incidentally, um... Brabber, that's a hashtag resistance reference, and they don't yeah. respect democracy. I said pussy lover. Actually. Pussy lover, yeah. <laughs> Wait, was it Michael... F- Wait, who was... Damien Green! Fucking hell! I'm getting my Tory sex pest confused. I almost said Michael Fallon. No, I was just... <laughs> gonna say that's Damien Green's password for all his state Look, accounts. Because you want brass knuckles, they're gonna leave your opponent guessing. And that's what Scaramucci's <laughs> all about. And so you know what? If the Minooch and the Mooch line up, I've been saying this for months, I've been talking about this incessantly on Twitter, it's really the only reason I even started my podcast was so I could make this point, was that he's gonna win every single close combat situation. And that's what I've learned about all the pissing inside the tent. British politics is nothing if not a close combat situation. Have we missed anybody who's resigned though? Was like, wasn't there a guy called like Steve something who left and is now like the admin of the Tory Brexiteers WhatsApp group. Oh yeah. God, I can imagine that. Like you instantly you're an admin of a WhatsApp group you haven't even been part of for months. Like (laughs) that's the kind of like online success most of us could only dream of. Yeah, basically what the opening to I woke up in a new Bugatti is like like damn, your life can turn around in a minute. One day I was a minor MP of a widely reviled right-wing party, and now I own a WhatsApp group. Your life can transform. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Gove and, uh, like, some other cunt are apparently... Liam Fox, that's it, the guy who I saw the bit of fake news about earlier. They are apparently staying loyal to May. Um, If Liam Fox steps out of line, it's going to be incredible. They're going to, like, legalize fox hunting, but Liam Fox has to dress up as a fox. (laughs) Yeah. When people are like, uh, the hunt is on or whatever, I think like uh-huh. Laura Coonsberg tweeted that about Jeremy Hunt, some shit like that. I was just like... Uh, oh, that's fine. I didn't actually realise like, that that was a thing. Real politic getting on our horses and <laughs> getting yeah. our big <laughs> shotguns out, our vicious dogs like running. Steel Count Dankula's pug and Stephen uh-huh. Daisley's and just have them chased <laughs> after Liam Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we really need Corbin to win so he can do all that stuff and and give us all that free money (laughs) yeah man isn't that at the end of the day what socialism's about yeah socialism is all about hunting your political enemies like a fox (laughs) you know that's yeah that is actually what it's about using a Nazi dog (laughs) (laughs) that's a bit mean about Stephen Daisley's dog (laughs) man we talked okay we talked about this on on our show but speaking of Stephen Daisley (laughs) where is his birth certificate (laughs) <laughs> How do you treat gout on the Matt Hancock MP app? <laughs> Hi, Stephen. It looks like you've had too much red wine and red meat. I suggest you hire a peasant 
who can act as your palanquin? As sort of England has been continuing to win the World Cup, he's like, oh, don't tell the Corbinistas England's winning the World Cup. They hate this celebration of working class culture. When he's like, I love opera, and everyone who likes football is stupid, like three weeks previously. Yeah. <laughs> this is a guy who could use a tweet the leader. Working like, class culture. Just because I wasn't on the commentary, guys, does not mean it doesn't count as real politic. I appreciate that you respect my altruistic <laughs> vision, Stephen. <laughs> But it's still real politic. It has my blessing. I have sanctioned it. Yeah, but note the double-barreled name. Yeah. Uh, once again, I am noting it. Um, <laughs> is, like, is there is there anything? Is there anything else? Have we have we missed anything that's just an important, you know, a fucking bullet of news we need to we need to shoot in? Yeah, I was saying earlier that the kind of promotions they're all pretty underwhelming because she's just resorting to people who were in David Cameron's government. Yeah. Mm. It's like when Amber Rudd had to resign over Windrush. It was like. Mm. Um, Oh, now by replacing her with with Sajid Javid, we're now going to have a bold, new, more progressive kind of Tory Im- immigration policy. And it's just like, hang on, is this the same bumbling egghead cunt who is <laughs> obsessed with Ayn Rand and let the British <laughs> steel industry fucking die when David Cameron was prime minister? People's political memories, man. Yeah. Just, just they last like what was that line from the thick of it? Lasts about two issues of the New Statesman. Yeah. I'm telling you to fucking stand up, you sack of fucking cum. Oh, you know who we haven't talked about? We haven't really discussed Dominic Rab in any detail. Oh yeah, what's oh, that? Oh yeah, this fucking freaky ass guy. Jesus. Oh, what he's did got you promoted, see? Hasn't he? I was getting yeah, yeah, yeah. with Dominic Grieve, who's like the Tory backbench melting chief who voted <laughs> against his own amendment. Okay, actually, that's what it was, is we have to remember, David Davis brought his skills at the SAS to the Brexit secretary position, but Dominic Rabb, I'm even a little more worried, because not only only has he taken adult karate classes, but he also got a first in university 20-some-odd years ago. Yeah. (laughs) He's a clever bloke. He's a clever bloke, and Sensei Daryl said that actually he's breaking blocks at at an eighth-down level. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> by daylight, he's breaking uh, wooden blocks. By nighttime, he's breaking trade blocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why you call me for the emergency episodes. Oh my god, this just in. Yeah. Right, so before I read out the actual tweet in question, I will tell you, friend of the show, Real Politic One Man Legal Team at Bane But Woke yeah. says about this tweet. So Bane But Woke's reaction in all caps is FUCK YOU! Fuck you so hard, spelt with a S instead of an A. You, you melt. Yeah, fair enough. And okay. this is what this is about? John McTurnan? Yes. John McTurnan <laughs> has congratulated wow, really Jeremy good. Hunt on his promotion, saying, simply, you have earned the promotion. <laughs> No, he hasn't. Fuck. What the fuck are you talking about, McTurnan? I mean... You want to see the best thing? I've just found this tweet, this fucking McTurnan tweet, replying to at Jeremy Hunt and at Falcon Malteser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, well, the funny thing is, actually, is a while ago, Michael Gove actually retweeted me because I I made... This was late 2015, 2016, I think. McTurnan was tweeting about how Michael Gove is, like, completely bang on about counter-terrorism. And this is Michael Gove, who has been described by former Tory minister Saeed Awarsi as, like, frighteningly Islamophobic. Yeah. But McTurnan, a true war on terror evangelist, thinks that this guy knows where it's at when it comes to counter-terrorism. So it's, yeah, it's completely unsurprising. Um, yeah, Michael Gove retweeted me making some snarky comments about McTurnan, like, definitely not being a Tory. And so I changed my name to Gove is a Tory slug. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's really what makes life worthwhile. And how, how would it feel right now to be a Tory Brexiter? Because I've seen some responses which are just kind of like... Like, fuck you, fuck the government, they've betrayed the British people. Oh, <laughs> gee, you're feeling so cute and sad right now, I might delete later. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I... that's like, fuck you, mom! <laughs> but I was thinking that if I were a Tory Brexiter, I would be worried that, you know, the biggest Brexiters in the cabinet, Johnson and Gove, 
mm. don't even really support Brexit. They just they've just done like done it out of political opportunism. Like yeah. once like a fucking a true believer like David Davis leaves, it really is like giving a signal to the Tories fanatically pro right wing Brexit base that they're not about that life anymore. And now Johnson's gone as well, so they don't even have that many opportunistic Brexiters in there. Yeah. Yeah, what they're going to probably do is UKIP's going to come back, but it's going to cannibalize votes from the Tories instead of Labour. Right. So, whoopsie daisy, whoopsie doodle. UKIP new leader, fucking Count Dankula. (laughs) (laughs) Currently, like, the only guy that's still part of UKIP. That's just the thing. We're mirroring a process that's happening in the States where all of the weird online fashboards are becoming increasingly dominated by baby boomers who have no political home. And so that's just what's going to happen here. It's going to be the same thing where, like, you know, doddering old grands from the village are going to, you know, get on and be like, the problem with diversity is that. Is that there's too much crime when people get too dark. This is what it's going to be. And that sounds like the Tory party in 2018 and most previous yeah. years anyway, though. Yeah. No, but um, I, I see your point. Yeah, that is the evolution that's happening. Yeah, so UKIP is going to cannibalise all those people again because the Tories can no longer hold them. Yeah, hasn't uh, my... Farage announced that he is considering a comeback, considering oh, man, as mate, leader eight, eight... again? Eight times the charm. Yeah. Well, well, sure, buddy. actually uh, come out and criticised their current leader a few times for being too anti-Islam. So are, you, are, you, are you suggesting that a far-right group is actually full of hateful and backbiting psychopaths? Yeah, who no. knows, lads? Maybe Nigel Farage can save UKIP from racism. The, the real opposition, <laughs> if you ask me. <laughs> has Jeremy okay, okay. Corbyn never done that? No. No, he hasn't, has he? He's turned Labour into UKIP. Uh, speaking of, you know what the least heartening thing about today is? This um, something to do with Jess Phillips. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, sort of her is <laughs> yeah. more, more synecdochic of a larger trend, which mm. is the worst elements of the Labour Party are now basically just in a soft alliance with this new pro-Remain Tory party. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they're basically going to sabotage any chance of any kind of Corbyn government by hamstringing any kind of criticism of this new Tory party at any point ever. Yeah. So, yeah. like, we can now, like, the all of a sudden, it's I, I, I predict it's going to be, like, fucking 2016 again yeah, uh, in yeah, terms it's of that, Labour Party infighting fucking horrendous Dan fucking cunt Hodges tweet comes to life again isn't it that politics is no longer about the left and right but against I don't know whoever's going to be a fucking melt and accept some sort of shit Brexit deal and uh, whoever's going to shit bet reactionary politics our job is never done oh great I, I'm so glad that we've we've been trapped in this like horrible circular like wheel of death yeah, 2016 is never yeah, over. For the, for the last two years, like 2016 actually hasn't finished. We've just all been in a sort of fever dream no, since then. Someone like Jess Phillips or someone like Angela Smith or whatever would rather a moderate Tory government in power than Jeremy Corbyn. We've known oh, this yeah, the entire yeah, we've yeah, known this the fucking, entire time. Jess Phillips basically fucking said that on Twitter, didn't she? She said she doesn't work for the Labour Party. Yeah, 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 and exactly. And it, it, it pays would, her expenses though. That was a it, stagger. It pays her expenses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How are you so in debt, Jess? Like, considering you got between a hundred and a hundred and twenty thousand pounds in an advance spread out in four separate parts for your shit-sounding book, how are you so in debt? Jess Phillips. Where... Jess Phillips. Jess Phillips. Buy me a fucking house, all right? <laughs> Jess Phillips. Where did the thousand and a half? You get, she gets paid a grand and a half for each fucking shit article that she tunes out every night. Yeah, that was how I got news for you, Fee. What about that day she had three Guardian articles in the same Mate, day? Mate, the problem is she probably spends all her money getting autographed turf bobbleheads. Yeah. And then <laughs> other, other similar, like, 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 collector's items. My theory about what it is is I'll just tap my nose. Um, so here's what I think it is. No, here's where I think her money goes. Well, hang on. She, she's <laughs> Not everyone on this podcast is okay with being sued for libel. You'll get over it, right? It's fine. <laughs> You'll get over it, Riley. Mel, stop yeah, being a well, Mel, Riley. I, I, I pre- I'm Commit pretty crimes. sure she. Pretty sure she spent most of that hundred grand, you know, upfront money that she got paid for a shit book that she's still plugging the Amazon link for on her Twitter on actually financing a series of bots that all have the names <laughs> Goody Proctor XX. 
um, <laughs> on, on Twitter and just say horrible things about trans women. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's where our money's gone. My I definitely can't put any sort so of... So you're suggesting you know, that she's just gotten... My name is Wibbly Wobbly Bleepily Bloopity Blue and I have legitimate <laughs> concerns about men entering my female spaces. Now, yeah. really, what you're saying is that she just got a terrible deal on getting those bots programmed <laughs> because of the insidious machinations of Russia against labor centrists. Russia. Yeah. Russia. But, um, no, I mean, did you see what Tom Gann tweeted earlier? He said, I think this might be a soft national government. Enough yeah. Labour MPs voting with yeah. the Tories on Brexit stuff, but without actually crossing the floor. Labour yeah. MPs who do this should be booted out. And obviously I agree with him on, on that last point. Yeah. Um, and when are we getting mandatory reselection? When you guys are, know well, more not about in him. time for the next election, by the fucking looks of it. And, <laughs> and that is an enormous worry that Labour would not be able to govern properly with the current lot of yeah. shit houses. Yeah. Um, so I agree with what Tom has written there. I think that these attempts to redraw the divisions in politics as, oh, left and right doesn't matter anymore. It's remain versus leave. It's open versus closed you know yeah. it, these play into this idea that if you vote against this moderate government sorry and the other new framing of politics we've been getting a lot in the last year or so is good tories bad tories yeah you know, right jacob reese mogg bad theresa may eh, say pair of hands it's kind of like for those of us who don't have favourite Tories, as we were just saying about all these promotions... No, come on, come on. We all have Matt Hancock. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, we like his work, but sometimes <laughs> you've got to separate the art from the artist. I don't That's know, man. It. Only one current Tory minister has seen my nudes. <laughs> yeah, the others are not bothered, even though I hear you've been sending them. Current, current. It's really just. I, I really need to legally emphasize the word current. <laughs> but no, they've been trying to redraw the political divisions. So it's remain versus leave. It's open versus closed. It's good Tory versus bad Tory. And this would play into if an enormous swathe of the parliamentary Labour Party started just voting with Theresa May's government and against yeah. her pro-Brexit backbenchers, then they would say, no, no, it's not okay to criticise and uh, bully us for doing this. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. actually, we're fighting the true progressive fight, which Jeremy Corbyn isn't, by not establishing a confidence and supply agreement with our Conservative government. Yeah. Yeah, but also and don't really, forget... When, like, you, all... when you think about it, David Davis is doing more to fight Brexit than Jeremy Corbyn is. Exactly. Someone Damn. tagged David Davis for Labour Later Party. Replies to my tweet. <laughs> Didn't even know there were that many Jollians, apart from that lad who produced on my last U2 album. <laughs> Jolly or no? Well, no. It's so this is basically I, what these people want is they basically want a version of the Matrix, the Matrix Reloaded specifically. But instead of Agent Smith coming and turning you into Agent Smith, it's just everyone's going to become a kind of Jollyan. And then we're going to get 100% vote shares for sensibly means-testing public libraries or whatever, because that's the smart thing to do. Yeah. You know, that's what it's going to be. And it's going to be an entire country of Simon Hedgeses. And everyone's, <laughs> ju everyone's just going to love whatever kind of weird late 90s Britpop they all like, because they're all nostalgic for Tony Blair. Got some recommendations and... for you, lads. Oh god! <sighs> Neither I. This I. I don't. You think know, I, I only established it in the previous um, episode, but I don't actually really like Britpop. I just really, really like Oasis. I don't mm. like Britpop or Oasis. Laura loves Thank Oasis. You. Don't no, listen I don't. to her people. She, she's a super fan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Laura. I, I guess the, the only people who've seen your, your nudes are what? Matt Hancock MP and then the Gallagher brothers. <laughs> <laughs> She's fucking mad for it, trust She's me. She's just, she, yeah. yeah de de <laughs> putting the definitely and definitely, maybe. No. Just um, another McTurnan quote no, on no. Jeremy Hunt. A really good health minister. <laughs> Damn, got him. Cheers, John. John. You, you, I'll tell you what, actually, if, we, if we'd have ever had him on the show, that would have been far meltier than anything Trash Future have ever done. I mean, we were never going to have him on the show. 
But what actually we, we were one. before you joined. We were All planning. Right, fair <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, just... we, we scrapped the idea, and uh, as yeah. you know, I got sick of him and blocked him recently. Yeah, by far the meltiest thing that's ever happened is that <laughs> fucking Matt didn't <laughs> the cunt when he <laughs> when he met up with him and Max. Oh why, yeah. Why did you just solve all of this? <laughs> oh god, I, mean, oh, I don't god. don't know what that would have solved at this point to be fair. I think his relevance is very much on the way out. He's not even on TV as much recently. In the first days of Corbyn's leadership, it was, you know, every fucking TV producer was desperate to have McTurnan on to slag yeah. the left off. What does this say? This one says, single poll say? Right. The first thing it says is the moronic MPs <laughs> who nominated Jeremy Corbyn to have a debate it includes John need, Crudders, need their heads yeah. felt. They need their heads well, felt. They should be ashamed of themselves. Well, hang on, felt. hang on. You can say that. This but then what you might say, this is actually... They're morons, right? Uh, that's the first thing. I've <laughs> heard it all before any, any, any of Blair's spats, they were all in, like, such high demand, but I don't know. Speaking of Blairites who've been, like, dug out over the last year or so to slag off the left... You know, Jack Straw, um, yeah. like the worst man who ever lived, you know, he called the police on his son for smoking weed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's the law. <laughs> we live in society and society has laws, all right? We live in a That's society. how you know you can trust him with the government because he's willing to send his own son to jail to prove a point to the public. Oh. God, it's so yeah. Jack Straw. I don't have time now because I dug up. So it's not even much, Jack Straw. Like... That's fucking. That's fucking uh, Octavian. That's some fucking Augustine shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is say not Augustine is in Saint Augustine, but Augustine is meaning of or pertaining to Caesar Augustus. Maybe the tough love approach paid off because after that traumatic experience, Jack Straw's son grew up. Jack Straw's to... son, Coke Straw. <laughs> Jack Straw's son Will grew up to um, run the Remain campaign. You fucking so... melt. <laughs> so he can't. He can't. Be all, you know, a complete wow, failure. So you're, so you're saying he was radicalized in lame prison? He went to prison for smoking a joint. Yeah. That's how harsh a father that Jack Straw was. Absolutely. Was like, Look, <laughs> no, but gonna we're going to we're going to send you to you. posh melt prison, and <laughs> you're going to do adult coloring books and an escape room. Your whole prison's not an escape room. You have, you still have to stay in the prison, but there is an escape room activity. Please don't use it to practice escaping from the prison. He um, just, just, <laughs> just sends his son off to like the Guantanamo wing of Wormwood Scrub. To just like because he caught him like like having half a bong hit that he didn't even inhale properly. <laughs> just caught him trying so just caught him cool. trying to smoke oregano and then called in a drone strike on his own house. <laughs> Jack Straw's Wikipedia page is like he is still active in UK politics and media, and it's Eek. like damn UK politics and media are shit. <laughs> yeah, like why would you want to be active in UK politics and media? I'd rather be a case of gonorrhea that's actively going around the Matt Hancock app. <laughs> right. Well, this isn't a mini episode. Anymore, no, this is just so. an episode. Oh, yeah. So I think we should, we should. So we should still keep it nice and concise because the news is going to change. I yeah. think we should probably call it a day now. We're going to get so embarrassed when all of this just doesn't come true tomorrow, unless yeah. our wild prediction comes true and Kelsey Grammer and Anthony Scaramucci are both like named to the cabinet. <laughs> it's all right. The, the only <laughs> bit will re- if this all becomes just irreparable dated the only bit we'll keep in is the first five minutes where we're just taking the piss out of you oh thanks guys <laughs> um before you before you end i'm gonna plug my shit yeah uh, well, yeah go on go i'm on. i'm riley i'm the host of the trash future podcast uh it's on twitter in the matt hancock mp app at trash future pod Milk. and you can find us on spotify Taking and the itunes store <laughs> shut up fuck you <laughs> We're on Spotify now. You can listen to us on Spotify. That's, that's oh, cool. Should we get on Spotify? Oh my. Uh, I don't know. I, they, I mean, it's really bad? no, it's really no different. What? And I just like what? that, I can finally get my dad to listen to me now. <laughs> oh yeah, my dad's got Spotify actually. <laughs> We should do this. Jack's dad, listen to my show. He might listen to yours. You know, it's more his kind of politics. I'm fucking not enjoying this sort of blood in, blood out that's defining this episode. You guys are a very, you guys are a very weird gang. Yeah, we are. That's true. We're we're the weirdest podcast on the left. Like, that's what I'm not. I'm not trying to be like, oh, we're so cool and weird, but we are. But you are so cool and weird, though. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, maybe. Ah, uh, cool. I'm definitely cool. But what I'm saying is, you know, you listen to a political podcast and you're like, uh, oh, it's people talking about politics. And then you listen to real politics and you're like, ah, oh, it's people talking about piss.
<laughs> like, okay, yeah, what Listen is to real this? politics, and it's just like, it's just people shouting at each other through a toilet paper tube. Oh, was it was it Alex Williams that said his wife calls us the Laughing Children podcast? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny. I really I love like that. that. Yeah. I love you guys that, are that... slick and vulgar, apparently. We're, oh, yeah, we're slick, both, yeah, yeah. We're both <laughs> slick and incoherent. Yeah. <laughs> but most well, you importantly, are, on... children. <laughs> yes. You're one of these uh, poems. Both. You're one of these songs that was written in the 19, like, 60s by Italians to sound like English, but actually isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's very right. much us. If, if right, I so... can find one of those songs, or if you can send me one. Yeah, I'll send you one. I'll, I'll send play you the one. episode out with that. I don't know why I know. I, that's This is like another category of techno. knowledge that, like, no, it's not techno. I'm not going to send you tech. I'm going to keep sending you techno on a daily basis, but this will not be one of those. Techno is very good, and everyone should listen to it. Yeah, no, I'm Riley. Find me on Twitter at Riley. Find me on podcasts at Trash Future Pod. Find me on the Matt Hancock app at Trash Future Pod. <laughs> Mostly find me on the Matt Hancock app. I'm trying to build my following there, so when I eventually need surgery, I'll be at the top of the list. Find my nudes in the Matt Hancock yeah. app. Please send me nudes on the Matt Hancock app. <laughs> Everybody, just send all of us your nudes, but only on the Matt Hancock app. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I do not want to see a dick if it's outside the window of the Matt Hancock app. If it's in, yes, exactly. Anyone sending any of his nudes outside the window of the Matt Hancock app will immediately be blocked and reported to Matt Hancock, and then good luck even seeing a fucking GP. Yeah. Oh my god, breaking news. Somebody fucking hell, this is a belter of a tweet. What? This might, this might be a bit left field, but hear me out. Brexit Secretary David Miliband. He's got experience, what? contacts, such like that rice company. Moderation by the Spadeful. <laughs> the Spadeful, by wow. The spadeful, that's the, that's the kind of word a person who fucks uses. Um, <laughs> Welcome back to the Foreign Office, David Miliband. <laughs> yes, baby, the extraordinary rendition is back and it's good again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I personally can't wait for, for David Miliband to do an extraordinary rendition of all of Oasis' greatest hits. <laughs> that would be right up my Guys, street. this is the podcast that's going on forever. It's midnight, let me go inside. I've just been pacing around, like, Manchester, just yelling incoherently into my phone. Are you just, like, walking the streets of Manchester? Yes. Oh my god, this is this has truly been the greatest emergency podcast yet. <laughs> it's like when Yair called us from a supermarket car park in Canada. <laughs> yeah, this is like uh, this is like that Richard Linklater movie before sunrise, but like <laughs> yeah, podcasting instead of romantic relationship. More uh, meaningful, less fucking Europe. Oh, um, yes. Mm, uh, yes. Anyway, I plugged all my shit earlier, so remember it from then. Thank you guys very much for having me on to Milk. this wild and crazy show that I've just been yes. pacing around yelling into my phone about. <laughs> very wild, very crazy, very show. Alright, <laughs> see you guys in a bit. Later. Cold in You're the cold maze say one freezing cold in 1992 Alright!
It's exciting, it's young people, it's crowdsourcing. 